the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer, your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Uh, Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And guess what? Today is Open Phone-In Friday. That's right. Anything you want to talk to me about on Fridays is fair game. The show is all about you. So what do you want to talk about? Race, religion, relationships, Whatever question you have for me, all you got to do is ask. I can address any question. I can't answer any question, but we know the one who has all the answers. And, of course, we've got the good book, uh, The Word of God, and a lot of smart listeners, too. So maybe we can somehow help you out a little bit if you want to give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE, and you can give me a call and we can talk about whatever it is uh, you want to talk about. Big shout out to Pastor Anil John from Pakistan who's listening today, Lahore, Pakistan, a Christian pastor who's trying to make a difference even in a Muslim country. So God bless you for listening, Pastor Anil and his sister Atia Gill. Big shout out. Uh, to you guys for listening. And by the way, uh, just so you know, if you're looking for uh, some help in your house because waterproofing needs, all you got to do is go to bestbuywaterproofing.com and they'll help you out when you give them my name, bestbuywaterproofing.com. I'm going to open the show in a word of prayer and then I'm taking your phone calls. My lines are now open. So get in where you fit in. If God has laid a question on your heart or you just want to talk to a brother about a certain area in your life, Now's the time to do it. Seize the day. Don't miss the opportunity. We only have an hour together. It's the first hour of Rush Hour, and I'm your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you 
for the opportunity for us to have communication through uh, radio and internet. And we just pray, God, that your hand would be all over today's show. We commit it to you now in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. Well, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. Otherwise, you already know. It's Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and today, again, is Open Phone-In Friday. Uh, If you want to get a hold of me some other ways, you can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com, or embracegracism.com. You can learn, too, what it means to be a gracist, where we extend grace to other people, regardless of, sometimes even because of, color, class, or culture. Now, my number, once again, if you want to call me, 888-43-BRIDGE. It's open phone in Friday, so anything you want to talk about with me is fair game. On Marriage Monday, we talked about saving your marriage before it starts, and I asked, what advice would you give the unmarried Uh, What advice would you give the unmarried or what advice are you seeking for the married? So that was Monday on Tough Topic Tuesday. We had a fascinating show on social justice and the gospel. Should the church take up the cause of the gospel? On Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of music and healing. Uh, We had a special author with us uh, who wrote the book, The Miracle of Music. Her name was Ms. Jeannie Finnegan. You can always get her book. Just go to JeannieFinnegan.com. And then, of course, on uh, Theological Thursday, that was yesterday, we we talked about the theology of storms. What do you think God, why do you think God allows storms in our life? So I'd love to hear from you, whether it's feedback from the shows this week or whether you have something very new and specific to talk about. I'm here to serve you, so now is the time. Let me give you the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. You know, we asked the question about storms in our life. Does God send storms? Talking about geographical and geological storms, like with hurricanes and and rain and and wind and, and volcanoes and all these natural disasters is it god that sends them or is it satan that sends them and so we talked about that yesterday uh we know god allows storms but does god send them uh we know he allows storms but is it always the enemy that's sending them buffeting one's house and and one's living quarters and flooding uh zones that are uh close to the water so it was amazing uh to hear the discussion on that and i gave you a bit of a teaching on it as well to say it's both. The answer is both. Sometimes God sends a storm like he did with Jonah. And guess what? The people who are in the in the boat with Jonah on the ship with Jonah uh, all suffered the consequences because God sent a storm. But he sent a storm with a purpose. He never just sends it. He sends it with a purpose. And his purpose in this case was to get his man Jonah back on track. Uh, But you know what? God also sometimes allows Satan to send a storm. And we see that in the life of Job. Uh, he said, uh, you can do everything to Job you want to, you just can't take his life. And so Job was the one that sent, uh, Satan was the one that sent natural disasters to destroy Job and his, his Job's family and loved ones. So you can get it both. It could come from the enemy, 
uh, or it can come from God, but God either allows it or he denies it, and there's reasons behind that. Then there's just natural storms that come into our life as well, and what you need to know is you got to have Jesus on your boat, right? Remember when Jesus was on the boat with his disciples and a storm came? It was probably just a natural storm, but uh, they were afraid, so they ran to Jesus, and sure enough, Jesus was able to speak to the storm and calm the storm. What do we learn? There were other boats on the water as well. Here's the question. Storms hit the righteous and the unrighteous. Storms hit the just and the unjust. Here's the question. Is Jesus in your boat? I mean, if you're going to go through a storm, you might as well go through it with Jesus than without Jesus because we learned that he can give you peace in the midst of the storm. Somebody say amen. All right, listen, I'm going to run to my commercial break right now. And as soon as I get back in three minutes, I'm going to be taking your phone calls first from Alexandria, Virginia, to talk to Mason. Then I'm going to talk to Fabio from Silver Spring, Maryland. also want to talk to you. I've got two open lines. Now's the time to get in where you fit in so you can get up on my computer screen and I can answer your phone call. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's INS. P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. So glad that you're joining me today. 
Big shout out to Sheila Coleman on my Facebook Live page and Maria Ward Weaver. And a big shout out to Kathy Hughes down at uh, OGS, Omega Graduate School down in Tennessee. She says, greetings, Dr. Anderson. We've had a great week with students from around the globe at Omega Graduate School. Looking forward to your show today. I love that. Mike Perez is one of the students down there. He says, howdy from Tennessee. So thanks a lot for watching as well down there. If you want to learn more about Omega Graduate School, I'm the new chancellor there. And I'd love for you to be a student. If you're trying to receive your master's or your doctor of philosophy, you can check them out and we'll help you out to get through it. Just go to OGS.edu. OGS.edu. Hello to Carolyn and Brian Williams. Thanks for tuning in. At Anderson Speaks is my Facebook page there. Let me give you the number, then I'm going to the phone lines. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, Alexandria, Virginia, Mason is on the line. Hi, Mason. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great, Dr. Um, David Anderson and his sister, Mason. I'm calling in to talk about, make a few comments, and I have a question as well. Okay, Concerning your, your topic Tuesday mm -hmm. for social justice. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm in a situation where I'm residing, and I'm a born-again Christian. I'm residing in Washington, D.C., but I'm originally from mm -hmm. Alexandria, Virginia, and I've reached out to the churches mm -hmm. to help me get out of this mold-infested um, apartment that I was put in when I came over here temporarily homeless, mm -hmm. and I find it quite interesting that people can be so politically ori oriented and mm -hmm. not, but yet not taking a stand because I'm a 55-year-old, legally blind, born-again Christian mm -hmm. who loves Jesus Christ, and I don't let denomination sure. or race separate me from loving everybody, whether mm -hmm. they're Christians or not, but social justice comes in when you see a widow such as myself mm -hmm. who's on a fixed income and I've been residing in this apartment for mm -hmm. five years and I've reached out to the churches in D.C. Mm -hmm. uh, Sister Brenda Lisi, shout out to Brenda over there in um, near uh, Fairfax Station, S her and her Sister husband. Sister Mason, let me, let, me jump in, let me jump in real quick, Sister I Mason. Need some help here. Hang on. Let me jump in real quick because uh, I, I don't have a lot of time to hear your whole situation. But what I do know is if you're a part of a church, start with your church. That's the first thing uh, you need to do. And then also there are social services right there in Alexandria, Virginia. So uh, ask the people who are at your apartment complex, the office of the apartment complex, ask them for the names and the numbers of the social services in your community and that's where you that's where you need to start but thank you for giving me a call sharing some of your situation and folks let's keep sister mason in prayer as well let's go to silver spring maryland and talk to fabian who's on the line hi fabian it's dr anderson how are you i'm fine dr anderson how are you today oh i'm alive and grateful thanks for hanging out with me what are you thinking today well uh i would like to propose uh i show next time uh the theology of dressing, the theology of dress. <laughs> uh -huh. Now, I have, a, I have a quick question that I would like to uh, hear what your listeners might uh, say. Uh, last Sunday, I was in God's house, uh -huh. and uh, one of 
of the saints, one of the uh, uh, parishioners walked in, and the parishioner was not a young person, was a middle-aged person. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was taken aback a little bit because the parishioner was wearing um, torn jeans. Uh-huh. Now, I'm aware that uh, I'm aware that uh, you know there's a movement of uh, my dress or my cloth, my choice. Okay. Uh, it, it took me yeah it took me a little bit of uh, uh, surprise that an, an adult would walk into uh, God's house with torn jeans. Mm-hmm. I don't know how uh, what what your listeners would think about that. Well, yeah, you know um, I mean, that's a. I mean, if it was a young person, I would not have. Thought yeah. about it for a minute. Do you feel like uh, they were inappropriate because how tight they were, or just the fact that they were torn? I I just think uh, you go to the Lord's house, you give your best, uh-huh. and uh, I, I don't know whether I would I would choose torn jeans for my son or for my yeah uh, anybody to going to church. Yeah. Well, when we talk about the theology of dress, really, Fabian, it's really about the theology of modesty. So it's not so much style as it is modesty. Right now, the style of young people in today's culture of 2018 and so is torn jeans. Now, I know that's not something necessarily that I might wear. I I talked about this when I was preaching one time as a joke. They cost more than jeans that have no tears. If you want to pay more money, you got to get torn jeans. It costs you $100, $200, $300, which is crazy. But that is the style today. Now, there's a difference between style and modesty. So that's why I asked you about the tightness of the jeans, because if the jeans were too tight, now it causes distraction. But if it's just a style thing, I do think that we have to make room for people to have different styles uh, in the house of the Lord. There are different philosophies about this. Some hold on to a philosophy like you do. Bring God your best, right? So you should dress up and bring him your best. That's somewhat cultural, but it does come from the idea of God gave his best, we should give our best. So I see that part of the argument. Another part of the argument is we want to be whosoever will let them come. And whoever wants to come can come however they are. And that would be fine, worshiping the Lord however you are. So there's got to be a balance there. And I think every church has the uh, has the freedom to choose kind of what they want uh, their uh, dress code to be, especially from the platform, as opposed to just opening the doors uh, to the congregation. What do you think about that, Fabian? I agree 100%. Mm, very good. Well, I thank you for your call, and I appreciate your thoughts on it. Uh, my number here is 888-432-7434, bridge I like what Fabian is asking, though. What about the, the way you dress in the house of the Lord? A lot of it is cultural, isn't it? But uh, there's also, I think, a broader theology, and it's the theology of modesty. Or if you're in leadership, uh, distraction. How much do you want to distract people by what you're wearing on the stage? And again, there's the difference between distraction and attraction. And so somebody can be singing worship in some beautiful heels or a beautiful suit. It may not be so much distraction as it is attraction. That looks great, and it somehow draws you in a different way. So, again, you've got to find the balance there, and there are no hard and fast rules, uh, except you need sound judgment and discernment, don't you? 888-432-7434. From Woodbridge, Virginia, I have Humaira on the line. Hello, Humaira. Welcome. Uh, 
thank you, Dr. Anderson, for taking my call. My pleasure. And um, uh, my request to you is, um, I'm a Muslim. Okay. And I was coming from my masjid after the prayers, the Friday special prayers, towards home, and I saw mm -hmm. this uh, uh, coming on the radio to call you uh -huh. uh, because of the uh, religion, race, uh, and culture group yeah. across that you are trying to reach. I felt... Uh, impressed by that and I gave you a call and thanks for Thank doing you. that kind of work and I feel that there is so much common between the Muslims, Islam and Christianity yeah. uh, to be Christ-like is most important aspect of humanity mm -hmm. to to reform the people and to be compassionate uh, across the board, doesn't yeah. matter who they are or where they are yeah. or what color they are to improve the human condition is to be Christ-like, I feel. Yes. So I, I feel that more people should be like you. Mm. Well, first of all, I'm just impressed and grateful that you're listening to me. And please continue uh, to listen and continue to share the peace uh, of Islam in that your uh, Islamic faith is a very strong faith. Um, and I'm glad you come from Friday prayers. This is a good thing. Uh, I'm always trying to seek to find where we can find common ground. There are some areas where we probably disagree, you know, of course, right? So if you're Muslim and I'm Christian, there's some areas we can agree, you know, <laughs> and we all come from from the seed of Abraham. Uh, but there are also some areas where we may uh, disagree. Maybe the way you see Jesus Christ, uh, you accept him as a prophet. Uh, I would see him as the son of God and, of course, our views on Muhammad. And so we could talk all day about where we differ but I do think it's important, Humara, to do what you said. And that is focus on where we can have some common ground and begin there. So thank you for being one of those people who are willing to begin there. And then we move from there to find out other ways that we can build bridges together. Would you agree with that? I definitely do, and I feel there's so much more common and uh, much less not common, you know. Right. So, and we should uh, highlight what is more common, you know. Right. And the beloved and blessed Jesus, if I don't believe in him, I don't have a faith, a uh, uh, Muslim faith, actually. Right. My faith, my article of faith is in uh, the belief in him. Right. And uh, when you pray, when you started with the prayer, Heavenly Father, and to him I prayed and came to it <laughs> this afternoon. So yeah. um, this is what uh, I would uh, emphasize. That is the Heavenly Father and God and Allah uh, and Ishwar Bhagwan. They're not different. They're just one. Um, and uh, with that, when we have commonality, in the end, I, I am a Muslim, but I would love to have Christ-like behavior in me. Yes. Uh, why should I yes. not? I mean, that that's what he showed, compassion towards your neighbor, you know. That's um, right. No, you're so absolutely right. As a, as a Christian leader, I would request you that if, if there is a genocide going on in Burma, you should be able to speak out and ask absolutely. for compassion and justice. Is Christ-like behavior. Absolutely. And, uh, I'd like to see more Christians live Christ-like as well. <laughs> so not just Muslims, but more Christians as well. And you're absolutely right. Injustice anywhere uh, is an injustice to, to us. And so, you know, it, whether it's in Burma or wherever, I still remember just about a year or so ago, there were Christians who were on a bus in the Middle East, and uh, an Islamic bus. And when 
uh, per persecution was coming their way, it was the Muslims that stood up to protect the Christians on the bus. And I think that that is a beautiful picture of us all trying to stand for one another. So anyway, listen, I just want to thank you for hanging out with me and continue to listen uh, to me as well. Okay, Humara? Thank you so much, Dr. Anderson, for taking my call. And uh, may you be blessed with a long, healthy, and a happy life. Amen. A I successful life. I receive that blessing. Thank you so very much. And I'm so glad that uh, not only you listen to me, but other Muslims, I've been invited to speak at uh, one of the largest mosques in the area to explain my faith and what my Christianity believes, how it's uh, how it's different maybe than other other faiths. But the fact that I was even invited to share uh, my understanding of Christ, you know, that's the beautiful thing. We don't try to convince other people. We allow the Holy Spirit to do the convincing. We just have to live it out and let our light shine before men so the world will see our good faith and our good works. And the scripture says, and glorify your father in heaven. So we love, that's our job. And then we let God uh, convert. That's his job. Amen and amen. Well, listen, uh, I do have one open line. If you want it, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to run to my break and then I'm going to come back and hit you up. Uh, whether you're in Ashburn or Brandywine or Lexington Park, I'm coming to you. If you want to grab that last line while the commercial's going on, this is the time to do it. I'm telling you, we only have 30 minutes left. You better get in where we fit in. Get in where you fit in. 888-432-7434. Every generation has its own fight to preserve freedom. Human trafficking is the human rights injustice of our generation, and the church must be leading that fight. On October 10th at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., the Samaritan Women is hosting Christian abolitionists, calling the church to its rightful place in ending human trafficking in this generation. Join Dr. A.R. Bernard and an impressive lineup of speakers calling the church to engage in bringing an end to domestic human trafficking. Register for this important gathering at ChristianAbolitionists.com. Message and data rates may apply. Texting enrolls for recurring text messages. Listen to Nick and Vicki's story about Sea Quiet. The snoring was very loud and constant. Very draining to be next to somebody who you're trying to sleep and you've got that loud reverberation. You know, I was hoping she'd get to sleep before I'd come up because I, I started getting to the point where I was concerned because I knew she wasn't going to get much rest if I came to bed at the same time. You know, she'd been so used to me buying all the other stuff I tried. She was kind of skeptical, say, oh, okay, well, there's another gimmick. Uh, are you going to even try it? And I said, no, I really read up on this, and I'm, I'm going to make an effort with this. I'm going to try it. And it stopped my snoring, so it's worked great for us. I'm a happier person in the morning and more energetic, and I think that carries through the day. Yeah, that's the best way to describe what Z-Quiet's done for us. Z-Quiet works for both men and women. Text NEWS to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text NEWS to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com today. Pastors, church leaders, and those involved in leading ministries. 
WAVA invites you to our Fall Equip Pastors Conference at the beautiful Museum of the Bible on Thursday, October the 11th. This year's conference theme is The Art of Preaching and takes place at the majestic Museum of the Bible. Registration for the October 11th WAVA Equip Pastors Conference is $25, including lunch. Register you and your spouse or a friend or your staff for this encouraging day with WAVA at the Museum of the Bible. Go to WAVA.com and click on the Equip Pastors Conference banner or call WAVA for more information. In theaters now, Unbroken. Path to Redemption. Witness the next chapter. I just thought I'd be able to forget everything. You need help. Of the unbelievable true story. Tonight, there's a drowning man just looking for some type of hope for the future. But there's a lifeline. Just reach out. Unbroken. Path to Redemption. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. For theaters and tickets, go to unbrokenfilm.com. Sight and Sound Theaters invite you to experience a special event. Coming to movie theaters for three days only. Moses, deliver my people out of bondage and into the land of promise. An epic Bible story adventure for the whole family. Prepare for a journey out of Egypt on a quest to reach the promised land. In this original stage production filmed in front of a live audience. Let my people go! Moses, in movie theaters for three days only, September 13th, 15th, and 20th. For a theater location near you, go to MosesEvent.com. talk with dr david anderson thanks for being on my facebook page i appreciate it as well as uh on wava 105.1 fm uh, in the nation's capital 1090 a.m as well it's open phone in friday so anything you want to talk to me about is fair game this is our time together so don't miss it 888-432-7434 all right Let's keep moving. David is in Lexington Park, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, David. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. Don't want to put that complaint. Thanks for calling. Um, I just want to say thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, your love for God and how you minister the Word of God through the radio. Mm. And that's one of the reasons I listen to your station for that. And how you answer that caller about dress. I'll just say for myself, when I lived in the military, before I retired, I lived in Germany, mm-hmm. and I began to pick them out to where to go to church. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit, as you said, would do what needs to be done because it began to convict me, mm-hmm. share with me that I didn't have to dress that way to mm-hmm. go to church. God was looking at my heart. Right. So I thank God how you answered the gentleman with that conversation and the young lady, mm-hmm. which was a Muslim that just spoke. Mm-hmm. I thank God for you and continue to. Hallelujah. Allow mm. the Spirit to move in you and to speak His Word to those that need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, aren't you kind to even call to say that? So thank you, my dear brother David from Lexington Park. May the Lord be with you and go with you. And you're going out and you're coming in. Okay, my friend? All right. God bless. Bless you back. Let's go to Brandywine, Maryland. Talk to Charles, who's on the line. Hey, Charles, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? Hey, sir. How are you, sir? God bless you. I uh, appreciate your radio station and all your words of wisdom and your, your praise and worship. I love it. Um, I was calling about the um, the gentleman who spoke in terms of the jeans, the ripped jeans. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I heard other people say this too, you know, God looked at your heart. He is the way you're best. But I just was asking myself when I heard that, how do we know what their best is? Right. Is she wearing this because um, it was, you know, in style, or is that right. the best that she had? Because I can tell you right now, um, I have contemplated going to church so many times because I don't have nice clothes. Mm. You know, I, I wear I wear shorts most of the time, and if I'm not wearing shorts, I'm wearing work boots and work pants. Right. And so a lot of times I struggle with whether or not I should go because I feel like people would judge me right. on my appearance rather than my heart. Right. So right. I just think that, you know, we don't know that woman's heart. That's what God judges on, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I well, no, you make you make a good point. I think a lot of people do struggle nowadays with what uh, they wear to church. Also, even culturally, you know, some of the poorest people will find some fine clothes and put their little children in a nice little suit because they've been brought up that way culturally. But then there are others who, right. at the end of the day, they just can't afford it. But if they could, they would. Um, but maybe their culture doesn't say that they really need to. But at the end of the day, we want to make sure that the doors are open to everyone. And that's the bottom line. And so I'm glad that uh, you called, but I also want to encourage you, go to church. Don't worry about the people who are judging you. You Make them them live Christ-like, just like Humaira said, uh, our our Muslim sister who called us today. She says she hopes that more Muslims are more Christ-like. She wants to be more Christ-like herself. Well, guess what? we got to make Christians be more (laughs) Christ-like. And so, uh, you know, sometimes just showing up and giving people an opportunity to to show Christ-likeness I think is important as well. So thanks for hanging out with me today, and thanks for calling. Okay, Charles? Absolutely. If I could just say one more thing. Of course. Okay. A lot of times I work on Sundays, and I get off of work right at the time the church is starting. Mm-hmm. So for all those people out there who are in my situation, go to church anyway. Go to church anyway. Don't worry about what you're wearing. It's the truth. It's the truth. Go, go, go. God wants your heart. So you, you said it right, Charles. You're right on. I'm right with you, okay? All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Bless you back. You have a great weekend as well. Speaking of weekends, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, uh, I'm on. So uh, it's Saturday special edition of Dr. David Anderson uh, right here on WAVA, 7 to 7.30 every Saturday. So you can get me tomorrow night as well. I'm going to run to my commercial break when I get back. I'm taking my anonymous callers. And so I got you. I see you. And I'm coming to you. So don't you go anywhere. You're tuned into. You're watching Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I feel like new sunglasses, like brand new pair of jeans. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like 17. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sedla Dibuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of the Mega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Jewel, this is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy waterproofing. Okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCullum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCullum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCullum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCullum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. I'm back. It's real talk. Dr. David Anderson, how in the world are you on this Friday? That's right. It's open phone in a Friday. Someone on my Facebook page says, hey, I want to know how uh, my father, who's a pastor in Pakistan, can listen to you other than Facebook. Well, all you got to do is go to WAVA.com, or you can always check out my iTunes podcast. That's another way to listen to me if you can't get on Facebook. I hope that this helps you, uh, Carolyn Inayat Alaraka. Did I say it right? <laughs> I tried. Hey, listen, if you want to hit me up on Facebook, just go to at Anderson Speaks. All right, let me hit some of my anonymous phone callers. Let's start with Anonymous in Frederick, Maryland. Hello, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, Dr. Anderson. Thanks are you able to hear me? I can hear you, yeah. What's your comment or question today? 
I, uh, my wife suggested that I give you a call. Um, <laughs> you, you helped her with, she was struggling with uh, one of her family members that had committed suicide. And mm. You really had provided a lot of comfort for mm. and with your words. So she thought that I that you may be able to provide some some help for me, mm. and, or you could minister to me. I'm I'm really struggling with alcohol. Okay. Um, I've been binge drinking. You know, I've gone. There's been periods of time where I've gone years. I got I'd have years of sobriety, mm-hmm. and um, and then I'd have weeks and. Here lately, I've been going back and forth, and mm-hmm. it's really been, uh, it's hard for her, it's hard for me, for my health, for my uh, my relationship with the Lord. It puts a strain on on that, in that I find, it kind of dulls my uh, my desire for the things of God. You know, right. I don't I don't have as much, I don't find as much enjoyment reading the Word, prayer, sure. things like that when I, when I drink. So why do you, you know? So I know it's why do you drink though? You think? Why? Yeah. Um. I. Well, I, I think there's a history of alcoholism in my family, right? Especially the men. Mm-hmm. Um. I. I think that there's uh, other things that may be behind it. Maybe mm-hmm. pain. Um, right. Right. Rejection, low self-esteem, things sure. like that. I mean, I could. So try to you, analyze it. I don't know. Let me ask you another. To be honest, I don't. I don't know. I get and it. then there's just the whole idea of just feeding my flesh. It gives sure. My flesh wants. Sure. Let so me ask, let me ask so you a couple questions, anonymous. Let me ask you a couple quick questions uh-huh. here. Number one, uh, what is your favorite drink of choice, or does it not matter? Uh, Corona and tequila. That's the only thing I drink. Okay, and so. That's your drink of choice. So if you didn't drink those two, Corona and tequila, um, do you drink them separate or do you mix them? You mean mix them together? Yeah, you don't mix them together, no, right? I like chase. I chase Yeah, I know what you're doing. Okay, so if you didn't have right. tequila and t- Corona, do you think you wouldn't drink at all or do you think you'd drink something else? If, if that didn't exist, yeah, if you said I'd probably drink something else. I mean, that's just okay, what I've it. been drinking. Sure. So you want the alcohol? Late, got know, it. Over the years, I've been. Got it. I have a history of substance abuse. Sure, I got uh, it. That makes sense now. Here's another question: Do you do it for enjoyment or do you do it for escape? Which comes first? Huh. Which probably comes first? a combination of both. But if I had to pick one, I'd, I'd lean more to escape. Got it. Uh, yeah, got I'd it. lean. Much harder toward it. Yeah. You see, some people drink out of enjoyment, but they go too far. They have one too many drinks, and we've all seen those people. They can't talk straight. But some people drink right. for drink for escape, uh, and they enjoy it too, but escape is the number one reason why they're running to it. So having said that, I think what's important for you is to figure out two things. What else can you go to, and how else can you manage escape? Like the reason why you want to escape, how do you manage that? And how do you find another way of coping that doesn't have such negative consequences? Because the problem with the drinking is it has a negative consequence. You drink it, and then it drinks you. It takes you. You start taking it, and then it starts taking you. That's the only problem when you're drinking for escape. And then there are all the other uh, natural consequences that come as a result, which are not good. And then you feel bad about it when you're sober again. 
And so then the pain of the sobriety makes you want to escape again. And so then you escape and then you go through that cycle. So I wonder if there's a way that you can substitute the alcohol with a more healthy way of finding, uh, coping with your situation. What do you think? Well, I had, and I have used, or I do use, uh, exercise. Okay, that's as important. A means of substitute. Yeah, th- in that, fact, I had. Yeah, I, I, I exercise a lot, but when I drink, I don't do that. Right. And so I've been going back and forth. Understood. You know what I mean? Understood. And, uh, well, keep look, keep exercising. So I, I got like. Keep exercising. I said, Hang on, let me let me jump in. Let me jump in only because only because my time is short. Hey, anonymous, let me jump in just because my time is short. Let me just say, Uh continue to exercise. Put that on your schedule to do that uh, because that that will definitely Uh that will definitely help you. And then secondly, you need to covenant with another brother to help talk you through this. That will help you stay sober. Uh, In other words, you need a you know just like a sponsor. Uh, and I know you know what a sponsor is, but you got to find another brother in the church uh, or uh, a family member that that doesn't have an alcohol problem who you can call and talk to when you feel like that escape is coming on. I love the fact that you're exercising. That is so good for your body, and it gives you the endorphins that you need to help give you the release that you're looking for. And so I think those two things may be very practical applications. One continue to exercise but okay. put put it on your schedule to do it and then two get a brother who you can talk to almost every day as a check-in just to say hey this is what my day is looking like hit me up at the end of the day uh, but you got to have somebody else that you can lean on that can help walk you through it to hold you accountable you know what I mean yes sir yes sir is this helpful okay, well, is this helpful thank to you, you? Very much, okay you got it God bless I'm you sorry. God bless you. Uh, that's um, anonymous from Frederick. If you want to keep them in prayer, uh, I think that's important. There's so many other things to, to say and do, but I just wanted to give a couple of quick practical applications from the radio. But there are other things, of course, with support groups and, and, and going to the doctor and checking out uh, the medical condition. There's just a lot, lot to alcoholism. And uh, the people around you need support as well. I'm so glad that your wife uh, said give me a call, and I'm really happy that I was able to comfort and help her along the way. That's really cool. All right, let me go to Anonymous in uh, Ashburn, Virginia. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing well. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my pleasure. just wanted to start off by saying happy Friday, God <laughs> bless, and uh, thank God for Jesus. Amen to that. Um, I wanted to specifically uh, respond to Humara. I believe that was her name. Sure. Um, and and echo your uh, appreciation to her um, I'm, I'm grateful anytime um, that you know as a Christian uh, a Muslim or uh, someone of the Jewish faith um, it puts forth the effort uh, to, yeah. to at least um, you know under, understand each other better right um, I did want to say that um, I, I'm, I'm passionate about um, the similarities that we have from a from a human condition uh, perspective. Yeah. But I and and I would like your whole listening audience to hear this, and specifically Humara. Um, to I, I think the the what I take issue with is the differences that we have are not insignificant. In right. fact, they're right. of eternal significance. Right. 
Right. And so while it's great for all of us to get along um, and for everybody to coexist, I mean, that's great, but our eternal destiny is at stake here. And so I just wanted to read John chapter eight, verses verse 32 and have you respond. Well, do this. And you will know the truth Mm -hmm. and the truth will set you free. That's good. That's Jesus's words, and I appreciate it. Hey, listen, I've got to run on the other side of the break. Maybe I can address it, but I like what you said. I like the way you said it, too. Yeah, our differences are not insignificant. They have eternal consequence. But here's the thing. Because we don't do the first part of it, where we're loving, where we're finding commonplace, where we're respecting one another, because we don't do that, it's hard for people to even get to the other part. So, boy, if we can do them both together, then we can get that word out. I'll be right back. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. President Barack Obama returned to the campaign trail last week with a strident and wide-ranging rebuke of President Trump and Republicans. He was asking voters to remember the good old days when he was in charge. But let's not forget the fruits of his labor. Here at home, he oversaw anemic economic growth, fought for a costly health care law that has increased premiums and imposed stifling regulations. Abroad, he pursued a foolish nuclear deal with Iran, failed to articulate a comprehensive strategy for eradicating radical Islamic terrorism, and did not deal decisively with Syria, a failing that has resulted in human suffering to this day. During campaign season, it's natural for politicians to exaggerate a little in making their case. But we shouldn't let President Obama get away with a complete rewrite of his own history in office. I'm Lon He Chen. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hi, Don Crow here. We want to thank you for what you've been doing in our campaign with Food for the Poor to provide food for a year and water for life for at least 132 desperately needy families in Haiti and Guatemala right now. So far, you've actually done that for 58 of these families, leaving us a goal to go of just 73 families more. Think about that. Your one-time tax-deductible gift of $324 to Food for the Poor will provide a family of four in Haiti and Guatemala with food for a year and water for life. When you call 855-860-4673 or give online to WAVA.com. By the way, you can do it over 12 months if you prefer at $27 a month. But we really do need your help right now to get the rest of these families taken care of as quickly as possible. So would you make a gift right now for a family or any amount you can give it all is going to make a difference when you call that number, 855-860-4673. That's 855-860-4673 or online at wava.com. Sell your home fast and for more money. That's exactly what Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty did for some happy clients in Arlington. Don, we met this couple who had their house on the market for 272 days with another agent and it didn't sell in one of the hottest areas of Arlington. They followed all of our advice and our plan to a T and the home was ready to put on the market in three weeks. We sold it in six days for $6,000 more than the previous list price where it failed to sell. Many sellers think anyone can sell a house in this market and the reality is that over 40% of homes that went on the market didn't sell last year. On average over the last 12 years, 95% of our listings have sold and we normally beat the market by over $26,000. If you want to make sure your home sells and doesn't sit, call Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty because she will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. 
This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I thank you for all of your support. Hey, guess what, listeners? Starting Friday, November 9th, 2018, I'm going to kick off a brand new segment on Open Phone In Fridays called Keeping It Real Question of the Week. So all you got to do is email me, info at andersonspeaks.com, with a question about race, religion, relationships, wherever you need advice. And what I'll do at 3.33, at the bottom of the hour, when I come back out of the break, I'm going to answer your your keeping it real question of the week while keeping your identity anonymous, all right? So we'll pick one question every week at the 333 segment, the keeping it real segment. So go ahead, send me your questions, and we'll answer them beginning November 9th, every Friday after that. Don't forget, I have a special weekend edition, 7 p.m. every Saturday on this station. Make sure you tune in as well. Let's see if I can get one more call in very quickly. In, in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, I've got Anonymous on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Anonymous, going once? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. i got just about a minute. What are you thinking? Well, um, yes, I have uh, – thank you for taking the call. I have a real spiritual concern about the welfare of this nation, uh-huh. not politics, yeah. but about – the you know instability and incompetence of the president and of the senior advisors that some of whom are making decisions behind his back which mm-hmm. is wrong right. and i'm wondering do you think a solution is for so i'm thinking about it but i don't know if it's right to write our congressman about the 25th amendment which would allow the vice president to take over because what's going on now according to bob woodward who exposed nixon way back when when i was young Mm-hmm. And he's the best author, as far as I'm concerned, about expo- Pulitzer Prize mm-hmm. winner, has interviewed all these seniors, efficient, you know, officials sure. about Trump. Um, he's incompetent, but they should not be making decisions behind his back. Sure. That's illegal. Let so, me give you, let me give you, you my here? sure. Thank you for the question. I'll answer it now. I'll let you go because we're ending the show. But let me answer it. Um, I, I do believe that things are imploding. And uh, I think we need to pray for our Congress, pray for our president. Yes, you can write letters uh, to Congress, uh, but here's the thing. We need to pray that God would expose what needs to be exposed and it would bring healing to us. There is clearly a division that's going on. It is not healthy. And at the end of the day, it's our president who is acting in such a way that's causing this disloyalty around him, but also this dysfunction. And so I don't know if it's worthy of 25th Amendment uh, or not with regard to whether you uh, put the vice president in place. But I do know this. When there is a new president, however he gets here, whether it's the vice president or a new election, we've got to restore a sense of functionality and uh, a sense of, of 
class to the office, which I think the office of the presidency has taken a great big hit in a negative direction because of uh, a lack of humility and a lack of civility. So there's my two cents on it. Hey, let's pray together. Lord, we do thank you that you're in control. You're the president of the universe, so we rest in that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.